Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, it's Chelsea. I'm here today again with Chris and Amber Fisher. Um, Not to be confused with any other Amber, (laughs) because there are a couple. Um, And we are still in Isaiah. And Chris, I think it'd be great if we could talk a little bit about where we are at in history right now. Um, a little refresher. Sure. It's always kind of good to remind ourselves where we're at in the God's whole story. So we've already seen the northern kingdom of Israel has been taken captive by Assyria. And so that means only Judah's left uh, as that kingdom divided a couple hundred years ago. Uh, so Judah's still around, but Assyria is that world power that just took down the northern kingdom, their brothers. They saw that happen. And now as the world power, they're slowly kind of starting to encroach on Judah's territory as well. So uh, Israel was taken captive in 722. This is around 701, somewhere about 20 some years later. And Assyria slowly starts taking over a few of Judah's cities and as they make their way towards the capital. So when you were getting these prophecies about judgment is coming, I mean, it is like very real, very vivid because they're like, we know the enemy at hand. Assyria is the most brutal nation on earth they are just totally the terrorists of the day and they're coming for us Mm -hmm. like they're taking our cities they already took the northern kingdom and uh, we're going to start seeing a couple chapters that they do actually come right up to jerusalem and there's a really cool interaction that happens there but uh pretty much we we've got predictions of coming judgment that we're not talking like 50 years in the future 100 years in the future we're talking like this could be next week Mm -hmm. uh so the the need to repent uh, to turn back to God is is really important. And just another reminder, we a few days ago when we were in Psalms, we were in Psalms because Hezekiah was reforming the temple. They found the Psalms. They were undated. That's why they put it in chronological order in here. And now that we are in Isaiah, these are, this is Isaiah presenting these prophecies to the people of Judah mm-hmm. in Hezekiah's time, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> I'm interested because Hezekiah was a good king. He is. And so it's interesting to me that like, despite the fact that he was a good king, still people aren't repenting. Right. And now, you do have some faithful. Yes. Uh, that's one of the things we saw. Uh, there was a passage in here about the remnant. And so there, there's always this idea that there are some faithful, but the nation is broken. And so obviously the goal is to increase the number of faithful. Uh, but as we see throughout history, there's usually just been a few. Uh, whether it was the Old Testament Israelites wandering in the desert there were only a few of them. Uh, we even see that idea portrayed even throughout in the New Testament, this faithful few that uh, God keeps calling back mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully bringing more along the way. Yeah. All right. Well, what stuck out to you guys in today's reading? I mean, we've got lots of sin, judgment, <laughs> and even a little restoration here, which is, you know, you can pretty much passage by passage in right. the prophets, it's either about sin, it's predicting judgment, or it's promising this hope of restoration. They're kind of the three main themes of the prophets. And all those are connected to the covenant curses and blessings from Deuteronomy. So when bad things happen, the people aren't surprised. They were like, yep, this is what Deuteronomy said. When good things happen, this is what Deuteronomy said. Uh, So seeing God's whole story, we get to see that this isn't just random. Right. God's not having a temper tantrum. Right. (laughs) Well, and it would have been so interesting if like living then and getting these, um, 
like you were saying, they know that that's what judgment looks like. And to see that the people that are kind of encroaching on their territory, that is what's going to happen to them. I mean, that, yeah, that would show God in just like a crazy way to the people back then. I think that's amazing. The main point of the prophets was always to call people back to the covenant. So they're going to remind people, here's how you're supposed to live. When you don't do it, curses will come. Consequences will come. We don't like the word curses. Consequences Mm -hmm. will come. Mm -hmm. But when you obey, there's also good consequences that happen. And it shows the amazing sovereignty of God. Again, just they knew from the very beginning what would happen if they obeyed, what would happen if they disobeyed. And like you said, Amber, it just shows God in this unique way of he's bringing this judgment because he is sovereign and he's watched them from beginning until now. And he has seen (laughs) idol worship and disobedience and all sorts of things. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that would be so interesting if you see this happening. And I mean, this is, these are God's chosen people that were just basically torn apart and to be the remnant of that, to be the leftovers. Um, I feel like this would be so inspiring to be like, okay, God has not left us. Um, and even though they're in like a good place with the King that they have, it would still, I, I just can imagine that it would be scary to see these people coming Oh yeah, and not knowing what's going to happen. And then having this prophecy and being like, okay, we can still trust in this good God that we have. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Guys, thanks for listening today to God's Whole Story, and we will be back in Isaiah again tomorrow. Bye. Isaiah 24, beginning in verse 1. Look, the Lord is about to destroy the earth and make it a vast wasteland. He devastates the surface of the earth and scatters the people. Priests and lay people, servants and masters, maids and mistresses, buyers and sellers, lenders and borrowers, bankers and debtors, none will be spared. The earth will be completely emptied and looted. The Lord has spoken. The earth mourns and dries up, and the land wastes away and withers. Even the greatest people on earth waste away. The earth suffers for the sins of its people, for they have twisted God's instructions, violated his laws, and broken his everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse consumes the earth. Its people must pay the price for their sin. They are destroyed by fire, and only a few are left alive. The grapevines waste away, and there is no new wine. All the merrymakers sigh and mourn. The cheerful sound of tambourines is stilled. The happy cries of celebration are heard no more. The melodious chords of the harp are silent. Gone are the joys of wine and song. Alcoholic drink turns bitter in the mouth. The city rises in chaos. Every home is locked to keep out intruders. Mobs gather in the streets, crying out for wine. Joy is turned to gloom. Gladness has been banished from the land. The city is left in ruins, its gates battered down. Throughout the earth, the story is the same. Only a remnant is left, like the stray olives left on a tree, or the few grapes left on the vine after the harvest. But all who are left shout and sing for joy. Those in the west praise the Lord's majesty. In eastern lands, give glory to the Lord. In the lands beyond the sea, praise the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. We hear songs of praise from the ends of the earth, songs that give glory to the righteous one. But my heart is heavy with grief. Weep for me, for I wither away. Deceit still prevails, and treachery is everywhere. Terror and traps and snares will be your lot, you people of the earth. Those who flee in terror will fall into a trap, and those who escape the trap will be caught in a snare. Destruction falls like rain from the heavens. The foundations of the earth shake. The earth has broken up. It has utterly collapsed. It's violently shaken. The earth staggers like a drunk. It trembles like a tent in the storm. It falls and will not rise again, for the guilt of its rebellion is very heavy. In that day, the Lord will punish the gods in the heavens and the proud rulers of the nations on 
earth. They will be rounded up and put in prison. They will be shut up in prison and will finally be punished. Then the glory of the moon will wane and the brightness of the sun will fade. For the Lord of heaven's armies will rule on Mount Zion. He will rule in great glory in Jerusalem in the sight of all the leaders of his people. O Lord, I will honor and praise your name for you are my God. You do such wonderful things. You planned them long ago, and now you have accomplished them. You turn mighty cities into heaps of ruins. Cities with strong walls are turned to rubble. Beautiful palaces and distant lands disappear and will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong nations will declare your glory. Ruthless nations will fear you. But you are a tower of refuge to the poor, O Lord, a tower of refuge to the needy in distress. You are a refuge from the storm and a shelter from the heat. For the oppressive acts of ruthless people are like a storm beating against a wall, or like the relentless heat of the desert. But you silence the roar of foreign nations as the shade of a cloud cools relentless heat, so the boastful songs of ruthless people are stilled. In Jerusalem, the Lord of Heaven's armies will spread a wonderful feast for all the people of the world. It will be a delicious banquet with clear, well-aged wine and choice meat. There he will remove the cloud of gloom, the shadow of death that hangs over the earth. He will swallow up death forever." The sovereign Lord will wipe away all tears. He will remove forever all insults and mockery against his land and people. The Lord has spoken. In that day, the people will proclaim, This is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord in whom we trusted. Let us rejoice in the salvation he brings. For the Lord's hand of blessing will rest on Jerusalem, but Moab will be crushed. It will be like straw trampled down and left to rot. God will push down Moab's people as a swimmer pushes down water with his hands. He will end their pride and all their evil works. The high walls of Moab will be demolished. They will be brought down to the ground, down into the dust. In that day, everyone in the land of Judah will sing this song. Our city is strong. We are surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Open the gates to all who are righteous. Allow the faithful to enter. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. He humbles the proud and brings down the arrogant city. He brings it down to the dust. The poor and oppressed trample it underfoot, and the needy walk all over it. But for those who are righteous, the way is not steep and rough. You are a God who does what is right, and you smooth out the path ahead of them. Lord, we show our trust in you by obeying your laws. Our heart's desire is to glorify your name. In the night I search for you. In the morning I earnestly seek you. For only when you come to judge the earth will the people learn what is right. Your kindness to the wicked does not make them do good. Although others do right, the wicked keep doing wrong and take no notice of the Lord's majesty. O Lord, they pay no attention to your upraised fist. Show them your eagerness to defend your people. Then they will be ashamed. Let your fire consume your enemies. Lord, you will grant us peace. All we have accomplished is really from you. O Lord, our God, others have ruled us, but you alone are the one we worship. Those we serve before are dead and gone. Their departed spirits will never return. You attacked them and destroyed them, and they are long forgotten. O Lord, you have made our nation great. Yes, you have made us great. You have extended our borders, and we give you the glory. Lord, in distress, we searched for you. We prayed beneath the burden of your discipline, just as a pregnant woman writhes and cries out in pain as she gives birth. So were we in your presence, Lord. We too writhe in agony, but nothing comes of our suffering. We have not given salvation to the earth, nor brought life into the world. But those who die in the Lord will live. Their bodies will rise again. Those who sleep in the earth will rise up and sing for joy. For your life-giving light will fall like dew on your people in the place of the dead. Go home, my people, and lock your doors. Hide yourself for a little while until the Lord's anger has passed. Look, the Lord is coming from heaven to punish the people of the earth for their sins. The earth will no longer hide those who have been killed. They will be brought out for all to see. 
In that day, the Lord will take his terrible swift sword and punish Leviathan, and swift, the swiftly moving serpent, the coiling, writhing serpent. He will kill the dragon of the sea. In that day, sing about the faithful, the fruitful vineyard. I, the Lord, will watch over it, watering it carefully. Day and night, I will watch over so that no one can harm it. My anger will be gone. If I find briars and thorns growing, I will attack them. I will burn them up. Unless they turn to me for help, let them make peace with me. Yes, let them make peace with me. The time is coming when Jacob's descendants will take root. Israel will bud and blossom and fill the whole earth with fruit. Has the Lord struck Israel as he struck her enemies? Has he punished her as he punished them? No, but he exiled Israel to call her to account. She was exiled from her land as though blown away in a storm from the east. The Lord did this to purge Israel's wickedness, to take away all her sin. As a result, all the pagan altars will be crushed to dust. No Asherah pole or pagan shrine will be left standing. The fortified towns will be silent and empty, the houses abandoned, the streets overgrown with weeds. Calves will graze there, chewing on twigs and branches. The people are like the dead branches of the tree, broken off and used for kindling beneath the cooking pots. Israel is a foolish and stupid nation, for its people have turned away from God. Therefore, the one who has made them will show them no pity or mercy. The time will come when the Lord will gather them together like hand-picked grain. One by one, he will gather them from the Euphrates River in the east to the brook of Egypt in the west. And the day will... The great trumpet will sound. Many who were dying in exile in Assyria and Egypt will return to Jerusalem to worship the Lord on his holy mountain. What sorrow awaits Ariel, the city of David? Year after year you celebrate your feast, yet I will bring disaster upon you, and there will be much weeping and sorrow. For Jerusalem will become what her name Ariel means, an altar covered with blood. I will be your enemy, surrounding Jerusalem and attacking its walls. I will build siege towers and destroy it. Then deep from the earth you will speak. From low in the dust your words will come. Your voice will whisper from the ground like a ghost conjured up from the grave. But suddenly your ruthless ruthless enemies will be crushed like the finest of dust. Your many attackers will be driven away like chaff before the wind. Suddenly, in an instant, I, the Lord of heaven's armies, will act for you, with thunder and earthquake and great noise, with whirlwind and storm and consuming fire. All the nations fighting against Jerusalem will vanish like a dream. Those who are attacking her walls will vanish like a dream in the night. A hungry person dreams of eating, but wakes up still hungry. A thirsty person dreams of drinking, but is still faint from thirst when morning comes. So it will be with your enemies, with those who attack Mount Zion. Are you amazed and incredulous? Don't you believe it? Then go ahead and be blind. You are stupid, but not from wine. You stagger, but not from liquor. For the Lord has poured out on you a spirit of deep sleep. He has closed the eyes of your prophets and visionaries. All the future events in this vision are like a sealed book to them. When you give it to those who can read, they will say, We can't read it because it is sealed. When you give it to those who cannot read, they will say, We don't know how to read. And so the Lord says, these people say they are mine. They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And their worship of me is nothing but man-made rules learned by rote. Because of this, I will once again astound these hypocrites with amazing wonders. The wisdom of the wise will pass away and the intelligence of the intelligent will disappear. What sorrow awaits those to try to hide their plans from the Lord who do their evil deeds in the dark? The Lord can't see us, they say. He doesn't know what is going on. How foolish can you be? He is the potter and is certainly greater than you, the clay. Should the created thing say of the one who made it, didn't he make me? Does a jar ever say the potter who made me is stupid? Soon, 
soon and it will not be very long the force of lebanon will become a fertile field and the fertile field will yield bountiful crops in that day the deaf will hear words read from a book and the blind will see through the gloom and darkness the humble will be filled with fresh joy from the lord the poor will rejoice in the holy one of israel the scoffer will be gone the arrogant will disappear and those who plot evil will be killed those who convict the innocent by their false testimony will disappear a similar fate awaits those who use trick trickery to pervert justice and who tell lies to destroy the innocent that is why the lord who redeemed abraham says to the people of israel my people will no longer be ashamed or turn pale with fear for when they see their many children and all the blessings i have given them they will recognize the holiness of the holy one of jacob they will stand in all of the god of israel then the wayward will gain understanding and the complainers will accept instruction Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, It means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, If you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, We would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, You can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.